Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Halloween tradition ruined by an entitled parent and their entitled kid. This happened over 10 years ago, so some of the dialogue may not be word for word, but it was the actions that are key to the story. Me and my wife don't have any children. We weren't able to have any due to health reasons, but we used to live in a suburb which had many families with small children. What we do each year is go all out on Halloween for the local children. It's a way we give back to our community and have fun while doing it. We probably have enough Halloween decorations and animatronics to supply a couple of haunted houses with stuff left over. So we try to do something different every year for the kids and dress up to hand out candy it's our favorite holiday each year we would divide the decorations in the backyard we had strobes scary music fog machines several animatronics and it was pretty cool but intimidating to some of the smaller children some kids would cry out of fear if their parents suggested going through the backyard to get candy in the front yard we had some more tame decorations and my wife was dressed up handing out candy in the backyard i had a huge candy dish set up but i was hidden out of sight controlling some of the effects and animatronics this year we had 20 pounds of candy four to five pound bags split between the front yard and the backyard after the first year of setting up the elaborate displays our house became the must-see attraction on halloween and we learned very quickly that it's always better to have too much candy than too little we would do something extra special for the kids that were first to show up one year it was king-size candy bars for the first 10 kids another year we gave candy and one dollar coins this year we were feeling generous so we decided five dollars to the first 10 kids split between the front yard and back my wife had five five dollar bills she handed out and i had five i chose to lay out five regular sized candy bars with a five dollar bill taped to each one and then set them in front of the huge bowl of candy which had both five pound bags emptied into it now i should point out that we never had any issues in previous years i always used the honor system in the backyard allowing the kids to get their own candy and my wife would hand it out the kids had a great time and were always respectful we actually garnered a lot of thanks from neighbors for going all out for the kids the kids enjoyed it and would go out of their way to do nice things in return for us such as shoveling our driveway cutting our grass etc okay back to the story this particular year it had gotten dark before the kids started trick-or-treating so i took advantage of the darkness with some of the more stealthy animatronics ones that moved but were hard to see because they weren't lighted like snakes spiders and bats from the sidewalk kids that were not scared or wanted to be scared would walk down a small path around a few trees where i'd let the grass grow closer knee high which helped camouflage your strobe lights and fog machines i would have a few small outdoor speakers playing some kind of creepy or 
scary sounds or music as the kids would walk down the path to a clearing in front of our shed where we had this huge creepy looking wicker chair with a motion triggered zombie that sat in it you would have to pass in front of the zombie to get to the table which had the candy and a sign stating that we use the honor system please take one piece of candy well the first kids showed up a boy about eight or nine years old his four or five year old sister with their mum it was not uncommon for kids to be accompanied by their mum or dad if they dared to go into the backyard Both kids took one look down the dark path and chose to go to the front yard for candy This continued for about 10 minutes before a kid about 13 or 14 gathered up the courage to come through the backyard Yes, I scared the heck out of him But when he made it to the table, he just stood there I wasn't sure if he was still shook up from the zombie jumping up because he just stood at the table for a moment Afraid to take any candy This happens a lot too because they think something will grab them if they touch the candy One year we used the candy bowl with the hidden hand that would do just that But not this year I set down the controls and stepped out from the shadows which scared him again I was wearing a long black cloak and black gloves and skeleton face makeup to assure him that he could take one of the five dollar candy bars He grabbed it and ran quickly back up the path to what I guess were a younger brother who would receive candy from the front door Me and my wife had a system to communicate when someone would take one of the five dollar candy bars So that we could make sure no one would go to the backyard and then try to go to the front yard I flipped the lights on the corner of the house, which she could see. We had a sign along our wooden fence that pointed out that you could choose the scary path or the less frightening front door. So parents didn't have to take small kids into the backyard and leave with them crying from being scared. It was probably five minutes before two kids that looked about 10 or 12 years old came through the backyard together. They walked slowly, teasing each other along the way, jumping and screaming out of fear occasionally when one of the bats or spiders or other animatronics activated by their proximity or motion. They eventually made it to the candy table after screaming when the zombie lurched forward as they walked past it, but each took $5 bars. This left me with two more to give out and then I'd be on the normal fun size Halloween candy. Five pounds of Snickers, Twix, Milky Way, Three Musketeers, and Hershey's. The next group I could see were two smaller kids, around three to five years old, with an obese kid who looked 14 or 15, accompanied by the entitled mother of this story. The two little ones made their way to the front porch after the older, entitled kid motioned for them to go and get candy. Then the entitled mum and the entitled kid decided to walk down the path in the backyard together. One of the first things I hear wasn't a startled scream, but the stuck-up female voice of the entitled mum. What a horrible waste of money. This is ridiculous. It was shrill and snide sounding. What she said angered me a bit, but I didn't want to ruin it for her kid. So I rushed to reset the zombie and take cover. Now, the entitled mum made sure she was speaking loudly enough so that anyone in the backyard could hear her. This isn't something for kids. This is sick. I assumed it was a front to make herself not sound scared I could see she had a death grip on her entitled kid's shoulder as they walked down the path They both screamed as one of the bats had swooped down at them They ran on a wire when triggered and one could come at you from the left and one from the right The entitled kid sounded like he was getting shook up pretty good because he was whining Not saying anything just this unsteady whine which was odd for an older kid The entitled mum decided to chime in again quite angrily These people are sick. We do not need this in our neighborhood. Just plain sick. It was quiet again until the entitled kid screamed again when he triggered one of the snakes in the grass. I could hear him trying to fight back tears at this point, like a bumbling, whimpering cry, but they pressed on. I'll take care of this. Just you watch, said his mum. Now, I was assuming that this was a parent that was trying to reassure their frightened kid, although he was a teenager. So I didn't think much about her comment at that moment. I was too busy thinking in my head where I would scare them. In retrospect, I wish I paid attention better and realized it was an entitled mum up to no good. I stood behind the 
the shed waiting silently for the zombie to trigger when it was triggered It lurched forward while making an angry moan It should have happened within a minute of the snake after a minute and a half I peeked around the shed to see the entitled mum and the entitled kid waddling Their size prevented them from being able to run towards the entrance It only took me a second to notice they'd stolen all of the candy that was on the table and the two five dollar candy bars I was fuming. I started running after them. I'm a tall guy and very fast on my feet. I got about three good strides in before I tripped over wires. What the heck? I looked down and saw that the entitled mum had cut the wires on the animatronic bats. When I looked up again, I could see her gathering her two little ones and hurrying them to a car with the entitled kid. I was seething at this point. Her car was parked in front of my next door neighbor's house. I was at full speed as the car started and she stomped on the gas as I punched her passenger window where her fat entitled kid was holding the full candy bowl up with a huge grin on his tear streak face. The window didn't break. It only made the entitled mum recklessly speed out of the parking spot with no regard for the kids that were trick-or-treating all over the neighborhood. Several parents and neighbors came up and asked me what was going on. I explained what they'd stolen. Thankfully, one of the parents had got the license plate number before she got off our streets. I was ticked, but I realized that we had other kids that wanted to visit. I closed the gate and explained to my wife what had happened. We decided to split the front door candy so we could at least pass out candy in the backyard, allowing other kids to enjoy our horns. When I went back there to fix what the entire mum had broken, I realized that she'd cut power cords as well. The freaking female dog. I took the candy back to my wife at the front door, knowing it would take me a while to fix the damage. I quickly began making repairs and adjustments. About five minutes later, the police had shown up, thanks to a neighbor that had called them. They took a description of the car and plates while I filed a report about the incidents. By the time I'd finished with the police, the two-hour trick-or-treating had ended. My wife had about half a bowl of candy left and said she might have seen about 100 kids. I'd seen three and two thieves who ruined the rest of the night for other children that wanted to attend We'd considered holding over for another night and allowing kids to come again But unfortunately the weather had got cold and very rainy which plays heck on our animatronics It was a few days before the cops had located the entitled mum She lived almost 30 miles away and brought her kids to my neighborhood because they had heard the rumors about our mini horns She and her son were charged with destruction of property vandalism and criminal mischief Apparently several cops kids were supposed to attend but never got the chance after this entitled pair which angered several officers The entitled kid was charged as a minor The police also recommended I file a lawsuit in civil court for the damages, which I gladly did So the fallout in court the entitled mum and her entitled kid tried to claim that I was bringing satanism into the community a community she didn't live in and that she felt that she had to do something They were as snide as ever in court the entitled mum was found guilty of destruction of property and vandalism, but not criminal mischief. She got six months in county jail. The entitled kid was removed from her home and spent the next two years in juvenile detention. Apparently, this was not the first time he'd been in trouble. The court never elaborated on his previous crimes due to him being a minor. As for the civil lawsuit, I won, and she was ordered to pay me $4,000 in damages, plus another $6,000 in lawyer fees. The neighbor across the street is an attorney and represented me. We continued our haunts for two more years until we moved out to the rural area we live in now. We don't get trick-or-treating kids because the nearest house to ours is about a quarter mile away. I don't know about you guys, but when I come across stories like the one I just read on our slash entitled parents, and it's so clear that OP and his wife have put so much effort in only for the whole thing to be ruined by an entitled parent, it makes it even worse than if they put no effort in at all. Like, yeah, encountering a random entitled parent out in the wild and them doing something stupid is very annoying. But when you put this much effort into something that brings people so much joy and then it's spoiled by an entitled parent, that is so much worse. I don't even understand what their motive was. If they're coming all this way, 30 miles to see your house, 
Was the whole plan just to ruin everything? Like, I don't get it. Why is it that someone always has to ruin something that other people love so much? The amazing thing is that at least the cop's kids were going to go and see it. So therefore, the cops had a great incentive of actually tracking down this entitled mum and her entitled kid and making sure they saw some justice. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Entitled mom tries to get me and my co-workers fired after we scare her kids at a haunted house When I was in high school, I used to volunteer at my local haunted house during the halloween season as a volunteer I'd be dressed up in accordance to the theme of the house in some sorts It's a very popular haunted house and we usually sell out tickets very fast on the website to buy tickets It clearly states this isn't for children. We don't hold back at all while it's a no-touch haunted house We do everything in our power to spook you inserting ourselves in the group zoning in on people who look scared to scare them more following people etc so during this specific year it was an insane asylum theme and i was dressed as a gory escaped patient my job was to hide in the woods along this pathway and scream and then run from the woods into groups to scare them there were three other people in the woods with me to scare people we were the first scare you encountered in this setup so here we are hiding behind trees and one group starts to walk into our scare zone we start to make noise whisper loudly and dash around in the woods to get people on edge after they pass about 15 feet in front of us we all dash out surrounding the group with fake knives and weapons we looked pretty horrific to be honest none of us scope out groups before they walk through we're not really focused on who is in the groups however there are kids in this group and they start screaming bloody murder we scared the fluff right out of them their mum starts to scream at us and berate us for scaring her kids we all just stare at them half staying in character and half confused it's a haunted house what did you expect they eventually move on and we go back to spooking people later on in the night when we finish we're all coming back to the changing rooms they've set up for us so we don't need to drive home looking like we've murdered people the mum comes charging at us screaming about how her kids won't sleep for weeks and we should be ashamed of ourselves and how she's going to get us fired for scaring her kids she goes to our boss and explains everything that happened how we scared her kids and that she wants us fired for scaring her kids so bad i want them fired they scared my kids so badly what were you thinking having this type of stuff at a family event what do you mean what was i thinking it states on the website and everywhere before you enter that this is a haunted house our job is to scare the fluff out of you it says on the website that it's not recommended for under 13s because we scare people well how was i to know it would scare my kids since the event is run by the town i thought it would be like a kid's haunted house i'm gonna speak to the mayor of this town and have this shut down i'm friends with the mayor he'll stop this awful haunted house mom if you want to speak to the mayor you'll need to wait a few minutes he was the insane surgeon in the haunted house and he's washing off the blood from his costume the entitled mum sighs angrily and walks away waiting for the mayor apparently the mayor was understanding but couldn't do anything because it's a haunted house what 
as she expects the haunted house is still running to this day So I guess her shutting us down didn't work All right Well, that is good news and at least the boss and the mayor didn't crumble to this entitled woman and give in to her demands because goodness me If they had wow, they would have gone down massively in my respect as two people the thing is I just don't understand it guys Like why if you're gonna go to somewhere that you know is gonna be scary Surely you would like read through the website or some sort of documentation or at least understand exactly what's gonna happen to you and your kids in that moment as much as you can anyway if you have kids that are roughly around the age that they're saying okay this is for kids that are over this age ask them do you want to do this or are you going to be terrified like do your research and then this wouldn't have happened at the very least you can't complain about being scared at a haunted house drama goblin wants me to replace a gift i gave her that she ruined I work in retail. I manage, but the job is still very physical and exhausting. My job is 50% work and 50% babysitting. Sometimes, because I'm there all the time, I find some sweet deals. I'm super into makeup, Halloween, creepy stuff, etc. I found a few Halloween palettes of makeup, some brushes, and some other really awesome Halloween makeup. It was marked down for $1 or under, so I grabbed everything they had. I figured I'd give them as Christmas gifts. I looked online and these palettes were worth $30 to $40 depending on the sites, not to mention the other stuff. Now, my husband and the drama goblin of this story's trapped husband are best friends. She is originally a friend of my husband and mine from high school. However, after about a decade and her still staying in her same mindset, we've drifted apart majorly. She is a monster goblin. I'm usually pretty low contact with her. She recently was diagnosed with seizures and swore this was a whole new leaf she was going to change for the better. A few days ago, her husband happened to come by right before I went to work, and so I made a package to send her of one of all the different makeup and accessories that I got. I posted pics of a few of my makeup looks, and she commented she wanted to play too. I sent a bag with her husband and told him to tell her I had some for myself and some for another of my friends that sometimes hangs out with the drama goblin and me, though it's been three years. It had been about four or five days last night. She randomly messaged me Maybe i'm taking this the wrong way, but it went right through me She said that she'd given the makeup I gave her to her young daughters She said she just didn't think it would be nice enough for her after her daughters play with it She saw how pigmented it was and decided she did like it and tried to take it back Of course her daughter threw a fit and the makeup was ruined in the process She then complains that she'll never get to use it now. She asked me if i've given my other friends hers yet I was like no because i've been kind of sick and quarantining since the day after her husband had been over She then has the audacity to ask if instead of giving it to my friend I can give it to her instead because it's not fair that her kids broke hers. I was shocked How can a grown 35 year old woman think that's reasonable? I just didn't even respond. She blew up my phone for about an hour or so after. I finally read the text this morning. It was a lot of, it's not fair. She won't even miss it. It's not my fault my daughter's busted it, etc, etc. I wanted to screenshot and send her own message to her, but I refrained. She didn't think she would like them, so she gave them to her daughters, gave them to two and four-year-old girls to play with. What did she think would happen? Now, don't get me wrong here. Nothing wrong with thinking that something you've received as a gift isn't going to be suitable for you and then you know giving it to your children that's absolutely fine and if your children love it then great as we saw in this post they seem to really enjoy the makeup the problem comes well the two problems arise firstly when you try and get that thing that you've given to your children back off them i mean in the history of parenting has there ever been a good idea and then secondly mentally when you go to the person who gave you the gift in the first place tell them yeah i actually gave it to someone else my kids but i want another one from you because i've realized and i want it back because i realize now that i actually want it in the first place and my kids ruined the one that you gave me that i gave them Uh, so give me another one 
yeah, that is ludicrous. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this special Halloween episode of r slash entitled parents. If you've heard any background noise, maybe some kids shouting in the street, that is because it is Halloween right now at the time of recording. So obviously people are trick-or-treating. Uh, I hope you had a good one if you do trick-or-treat. And if you don't, then why are you such a loser like me sitting inside? That's my question to you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.